Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. And I am so excited today to have on Nakia Carter. Hello. How are you? Hello, hello. hello. I am fine. Good. <laughs> how are you? I am really good. We've got a fabulous tech maven. Oh my God, so many things. I'm so excited to talk to you. Where are you coming to us today from? Um, currently, I'm in where I've landed into um, the Redmond area yes. in or Seattle mm-hmm. based area for those of you that don't know Washington State that well. Yep, absolutely. And I'm at uh, Marina Del Rey Creative Maven HQ uh, again. I'm, I'm, I've been doing a lot of podcasts from home. It's been so nice to be home. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so gosh, we've known each other now for a while. I was trying to think of where exactly we met. Um, uh, I'm thinking I, it was probably a SharePoint conference. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Because I, I was like, you, you're, gosh, you're, you're an author, you're a speaker, you're a strategist. You do all kinds of wonderful things. Um, and so I've, I've seen Nikia speak so many times, and she's awesome, first of all. So, Thank and you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, and, uh, I know, so you, the recent, it's been, it's close to a year, right? That you took your Mm -hmm. role, right? Yeah. Yep. Very close to a year. Be a year, March 11th that I started at Microsoft. Ah, congratulations again. That's so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Will you tell everybody, um, the listeners a little bit about what you do over there? Well, currently my role, um, and what I was hired in, was to work in the One Commercial Partner organization under Gabriella Schuster, where I'm the worldwide modern workplace um, tech strategy lead. And that is a big old mouthful. But basically (laughs) what it means is that um, I'm in the partner organization, um, but my role is only 20% partner focused. I'm mainly focused towards the field. And that's the field of PTAs, which are partner technical architects, um, CSAs, which are cloud solution architects, and PTMs, which are partner technical managers, but only those that are in the modern workplace um, focus. Gotcha. So I, I basically um, uh, am the one responsible for leading them and the care and feeding of, um, of the field in that regard. That's cool. So and for modern workplace, you're, kinda, you're talking about Microsoft Teams, desktop mm-hmm. security, Compliance, right. all that. Yep. Good stuff. So the the big three right now are okay. Microsoft Teams, uh-huh. um, security and compliance, yeah, and modern desktop. Gotcha. But as you know, um, more falls under modern um, workplace, like Office, like SharePoint, like projects. Even though you know people don't talk about projects as much mm-hmm. uh, in the Microsoft space, but. All of that still, if you think about M365, yep. that's basically the space. Even if it's um, not this like SharePoint online, but there's a SharePoint on-prem. Mm-hmm. So it could still be on the prem side. Mm-hmm. Um, we just tend to focus towards the cloud right now. Yeah, gotcha. Absolutely. So you're taking care of, so it's OCP, one commercial partner, and you're doing uh, partner engagement there and getting people, you know, it helps them ramp up with their tech capabilities and then also enabling the field. That's super cool. 
How many, like how many people are you working with at any given time? Um, well, the field consists of about 85 folks so far. Um, we'll see what we end up with because um, we're about to enter a new, we'll be entering a new FY in the next few months. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see where we, we land there. But I think we have roughly about 85 folks. Now those um, people in the field, they're the ones that mostly focus on um, the partner. Um, but there are times where I, like say, for example, I'm, um, um, been in um, contact with two partners that I'm trying to to help out a little bit because I still have a lot of love from, from myself being a partner as well. Yes, absolutely. Wow. That's so cool. And you, so, so how do you like Seattle, Redmond, Pacific Northwest? Cause this is new for you, right? Oh yeah, it is new. I was born and raised in Baltimore city, um, lived yeah. in Virginia DC area since 2001 mm -hmm. and then moved here last March. Um, it is a culture change but it's a it's a very much welcome culture change that's awesome yeah and a big weather change too i'm sure yes, <laughs> and a big weather change yeah rain all winter yes um but now we're starting to get to the point where the sun is starting to come out so yeah back Absolutely. to happier times <laughs> so uh, that's so cool I, I, washington dc is such an amazing place and you went to howard which is such a got such a rich history and what a cool university and you were in ROTC right as well yeah yeah so I went to Howard my first year and returned back to my hometown went to Towson, Towson to, right. to complete yeah. my, my time but yeah I did go to our I was through ROTC um in high school my last year and then two years of college okay um, but then family changed I had to make a decision do I want to continue with my military career or do I want my family to stay together Right. Family, military. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> kind of chose family. Yeah, yeah. But that is a that's a big decision. And and how so going through ROTC, what were you focused on? Um, <laughs> it's funny because um, and I, I learned off early. I learned early on that I was very good at computer science and yeah. I was very good at science. Mm -hmm. Why oh why did I start my first year in aerospace engineering? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then I was like, wait a minute, three months. Well, maybe it was more like six months in. I was like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> so I changed focus back to computer science. Yeah. And I stayed there. Okay. Gotcha. And you have, you also have a master's as well in project management. That's so cool. Yeah. 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 You've done a lot of great like educational things. And I see, you know, you, cause you worked as a partner before going and joining Microsoft about a year ago. And I swear, I think you've taken every certification I could ever see. you like, you know, this stuff inside and out. Yeah, I, I definitely, um, try to stay immersed as much as possible. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of my, uh, technical ventures, especially in speaker, being a speaker, yeah. um, that kind of forces you, and you know this, it kind of forces you to know what the heck you're talking about. Yes. Because if you don't, you're getting called out on stage yes. in front of everybody. Yes, that is very true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's super cool. And how was it, you know, you said, so transitioning, you have a lot of love for partners. What's, what's, what are some of the maybe big differences from going from partner to Microsoft or, or things you loved about working for partners? Um, well, I, I just really like the way partners um, 
especially those that are all about collaboration, really focus in on collaboration. Right. Everybody has their specialties. And those that are really into partnering, they will partner with you big time and, yeah. fig and figure out which gaps um, they have that you can fill and which gaps you have that they can fill. Right. Um, so that it's a, it's a real true um, synergy. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be between multiple partners. And you just get to really know, especially if you totally immerse yourself in the community, like I was part of IAMCP, which is the International Association of Microsoft Channel Partners. Yep. Um, and that community is so, um, can be so tight knit yeah. with those that are willing to work together. And you, you know that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I've been really enjoying, you know, moving to Los Angeles over the last couple of years and being here and dipping into our SoCal community. I, it's just, they're, it's great, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so we, I think we both would highly recommend anybody who is a partner or involved with Microsoft um, to check out the IMCP. It's, it's terrific. There's lots of chapters all over the world and it's, it's a huge organization. So, and I, I find the, the networking's great and people are just so eager to answer questions and help, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And, and just, just as a kind of side or add on to that, just yeah. don't just join, be a part. Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. actually get to know people they will get to know you um be there for them they'll be there for you don't just show up and expect stuff because sometimes that's what where people fall short is they they come to one or two meetings and they're like oh i should have gotten all this stuff well if you just sat there and you were quiet the whole time then yeah. nobody got to know you they're not gonna trust you don't trust who you don't know yeah. get to know people yep Absolutely. Yeah. It's what is that? Uh, like no trust, you know, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. um, for mm -hmm. sure. I was talking, I was doing a little, I did a networking class, you know, it's like, do you, do you like these people and do you, are you mm -hmm. to know them and now do you trust them? All right. Well, what's next? Let's do some stuff, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. for sure. And you know, you have, um, you have lots of volunteer, um, experience. We talk about, um, maybe voices for innovation and what that is. And you've got, uh, the, you did some stuff with Adopt a Soldier. Those are so cool. Thank you for your giving back. It's that's really neat. Um, I, yeah. I, were you sure with uh, what? What about Voices for Innovation is with our listeners? Yeah, Voices for Innovation is a um, Microsoft um, uh, committee board task force that um, focuses on political advocacy. So if you are, and I know the climate right now politically is not the greatest, but it's not going to be like that forever. Um, and if you're not helping to move the needle, then you, you know, complaining is not going to help. Yep. Um, if, if there are things that you feel very strongly about in, in innovation, whether it be STEM, whether it be um, re, uh, re, um, re, not re, re-educating, um, Military folks that have left the have left the military and now they're trying to figure out what's next um, to changing over folks that worked in maybe the oil and gas industry and that's starting to dry up or coal mining or something like that. Yeah. Retooling folks like that, mm -hmm. um, bringing um, technology to your community, like, say, for example, you live in a place where there's low bandwidth. And you're like, how the heck do I get some providers to come here and give us some real um, internet service instead of just satellite or dial-up? 
Right. Um, you have to lend your voice and lending your voice as a, as a business is even stronger, um, is an even stronger uh, incentive to our legislators than just than being an individual person, although that is really strong too. Mm. But if you're a business and you're bringing money to their, um, their state, yep. the state that they're supposed to be, care about, they're going to listen yeah. if, you, if you talk to them. Right. So you get, a, you get to do a lot of activities like visiting the Capitol, and they actually give you the easy button. They give you like scripts. They give you training on how to talk to the legislators. They give you coaching on, okay, so you're in this state. This legislator is of this specific leaning. They care about these things. Stay away from these topics because this <laughs> is going to, um, you know, cause fires and right. anarchy. Um, so you get a lot of help. Mm -hmm. um, and then after a while, you're able to just do it on your own. So I, I actually visited um, my congressman a few times oh, wow. after receiving um, training when I was in Virginia. But it's open to all Microsoft partners. Um, there's a way to sign up. It's at uh, voicesforinnovation.org is where you can sign up. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've, I've dipped into it a few times and it, it is great. And that the, the you're, you're right. There's just, there's, there's a lot of really great programs out here, you know, <laughs> it's about jumping in and getting, not just joining, but getting involved too. You get, I think so much out of it when you right. do that. Oh, let, let me caveat that. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Open to all U S partners right now. There are, there aren't any branches internationally. Ah, okay. um, it's U S. Okay. Our apologies. Fair enough. Um, mm -hmm. Do you remember uh, your first speaking session? And where oh, was do I remember? Um, I believe <laughs> what happened. Um, I think you know Rima Reyes. Oh yeah, um, yeah. She she's you know shout she's out. a sweetheart. Yep. Shout out to Rima. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was the one that actually convinced me because at first I was just like I don't know what I could talk about. It seems like everybody is covering all these topics. What the heck can I talk about? And she was like. <laughs> feel free to talk about anything else everybody else is talking about because you're going to add your own flavor. Yeah. But one thing that you could probably do is talk about how you became a partner and the, the steps that you went through to open your business mm -hmm. um, and how you continued on through all the hoops and, and ropes and all the stuff that Microsoft uh, that puts up to, for you to become a partner. Yeah. So that was my first, my first, um, my first speak at a user group at a SharePoint oh. user group. Wow. In DC. That's awesome. And uh, so you're, you've been a business owner as well. So mm -hmm. what was that business? Um, so <laughs> I, uh, I started off um, uh, when I opened the business, I started off to just be a SharePoint practice. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this on air, but I worked <laughs> at Booz Allen. I found out how much they were paying, getting paid versus <laughs> <laughs> how much I was getting paid and I, I thought there's some kind of way about that so yes. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with going stuff. after you know like paying your bills and doing mm -hmm. it so yep <laughs> <laughs> I decided to step out there yeah um and and after setting up it took a few months because I ended up um staying at Booz Allen for a little bit and then I jumped to another um company where they didn't care that I had a company um, but in the process of me finding out how to, to start the business and everything, I was looking around like, okay, I want to do SharePoint. That means I need a SharePoint environment. Right. Let me look around to see how much this costs. Right. Oh my God. 
airport enterprise costs a whole heck of a lot what other <laughs> options do i have and office 365 came up at that point okay. um we okay. were just ending the bpos phase so okay. it was kind of like in the middle when it was really ugly and clunky and what the heck is all this stuff Yep. But luckily, I entered at the point where it was it was just at the point where it started getting good. So um, I jumped into Office 365. I learned some very valuable lessons about how SharePoint Online and SharePoint On-Prem are not the same thing. Mm, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then um, my practice became around SharePoint and Office 365. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, and you know, it is, it is an interesting jump around, you know, like I, I, I um, had a podcast with Andrew Connell earlier this week and, but you know, I talked to a lot of our folks in our community and it's always fun to sort of see how people came up, you know, and, and yeah. what, what they like and, you know, and, and then really looking at what do you not like, or, you know, do you want to run a business or do you want to, you know, work at a job job, you know, like, a, you know, like a, a full-time job. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think it changes over time. Um, Definitely can. You know, like what just, and it's family, it's where you're living, it's all of that kind of stuff. And it's like choices about all of that and, and what you want your quality of life to be and your family's quality mm -hmm. of life. So I think we, we all kind of have an interesting sort of, you know, web that we weave. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. About that. Oh, yeah. I learned after a while that I made a lot of mistakes mm -hmm. um, and how I jumped into the business how I um, handled it moving forward. Yeah. I didn't want to take loans, so I, I never did. Mm. Um, but um, finding out that clients don't always pay on time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I learned that the hard way. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And by the time I learned that, that lesson fully, I had um, had to take on a lot of loan factoring, um, uh, a lot of uh, loan factoring loans. Yep. which come at a super high cost yeah. um, and my credit got so messed up. So one of the things that I always tell people that um, one, I have a presentation that I do about how I became a Microsoft partner that I told you that I did with Rima. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've added on to it since um, a lot of information about my lessons learned about what you should probably um, the books that you should read that would help you decide whether you want to even do a venture right. um, on partnerships because yep. being being a um, being a sole um, owner is mm -hmm. really really hard. Having a partner is easier, but then there's also the flip side to the coin. You have to have a partner that you trust and hopefully yep. will stay on the same page with you. Yep. Um, but there are things like um, when your credit's good get a credit card <laughs> that has a really big balance because I mean a really big available um, balance because um, when I started to try to grow every time I started trying to grow and I would get um, bring people on somebody wouldn't pay on time right so then I'd have to let them go which was you know just a mess yeah so that's what made me change my mind on um, continuing on because I didn't get the financing that I needed early enough mm -hmm. and being a woman owned business, we already don't get finance as easily as men do. Mm -hmm. um, so I had that against me too. <laughs> but, right. Right. Yeah. Those, there's a lot of things that you should do early on if you, if you want to start a business, but I think I would have continued on if I was able to, if I had secured the funding early, 
um, if I was able to grow in the way when I was ready to grow, Mm -hmm. um, then I probably would have stayed, but it didn't work out that way. Yeah, I get it. I I wrote a piece not too long ago um, that was all about the, and I called it the wimpy syndrome. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. You know, <laughs> that little Popeye yeah. cartoon. And yeah, it's, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I, I run a small business and yeah, when people don't pay you on time, go belly up, don't pay you ever. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's that's, I did too. Yeah, it's tough. It's very tough. And, and I agree with you about the funding stuff and the loans. You know, it's, it's a very slippery slope and you can get a lot of credit and you can get a lot of, you know, and it's whether or not how you manage it. And I think mm-hmm. that cash flow, right? You know? Yep, cash flow. Cash flow. Hugely important. Yeah. I, I want to, um, do you have that presentation up somewhere that we can put in the show notes? Oh, yeah. I can definitely give you the link to that. Wonderful. Um, yeah. I don't know it offhand, but yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We'll get it later. That's all right. I'm like, I know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know where to find me. I do. I do. Well, we talk, you brought up, um, you know, women and getting funding. I know something else that, you know, you and I uh, – talked about before and been involved with is a lot of the diversity and inclusion programs and you have mm-hmm. a great Twitter account um, as well and you're always sharing really great things I, a couple days ago um, sharing uh, the there's a gal you know talking about you know inclusion matters and the Microsoft advocate I, I really thanks for sharing all of that stuff it's great to see you know what Microsoft is doing and then just things that you're observing in the world you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, how are you involved with um, some of the women in tech, women in SharePoint, women in those those sorts of things as well? And have you been? Yeah, I mean, I was heavily involved when I was a partner, um, and of course, that was through IAMCP, and that chapter has yep. actually branched off to becoming the WIT Network. Yes. Um, as a Microsoft employee, um, Gabriella had come to one of our um, internal summits, and they're putting together. Um, um, with another company, um, Tech Mahindra and a few others, um, another um, WIT initiative for the Seattle area, at least to start off with. So she asked for volunteers to be on the committee. I raised my hand and so did another colleague um, that works in, a, um, in, in Azure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been, uh, we've been working on that effort. So far, we've, we're only in the super beginning stages. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we have a website, <laughs> oh, but cool. the website isn't published yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got the logo, but yeah, we got our Twitter accounts. Um, so be on the lookout for, um, La Femme Tech, okay. um, or La Femme Tech WA, depending on if you're on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Um, right. and then we'll have our website up soon. Very cool. That's awesome. I know Gabrielle is such a champion in that area and it's always, oh, yeah great to see her speak. She was down here um, for the IMCP SoCal celebration of the ten, our 10 year anniversary and came down. Yeah. And, and so, that's where I was too. And that's where I saw yeah. you last. Yeah, that's right. I was like, <laughs> oh, duh, duh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we were there. I'm like, okay, yes. Um, yeah, that was cool. You know, I think she's always so gracious and my, my mother was so impressed. My mom and dad came, I think you met my parents and they were, <laughs> they were running around and Oh my gosh. My mother was like, I have got to get a picture with her. And I was like, oh, okay. And of course she did. You know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting it from. But yeah, that's so funny. Um, let's, let's, let's flip to, so 
well, well, a little bit more origin story for you. So you grew up in uh, Baltimore and stuff. So uh, like, talk about, will you tell us a little bit about like where you're from growing up even more? Mm-hmm. That a little yeah, bit? So, yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in inner city Baltimore. Um, like a lot of people in the inner city, I grew up poor. Um, but my dad in, and from a divorce of divorced family, um, but my dad made sure he stayed in the picture and my mom and my dad and my grandmother on my dad's side, especially mm-hmm. were very interested in making sure, um, we, we had all that they could give us. So if you remember Radio Shack, yes, I know there's, I think there's probably a few, um, of those left, but, yeah. um, uh, they they pretty much got killed in Maryland, but um, yeah. that used to be the spot to go to. And he, we used to visit that a lot. And we found out about this um, computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had to been like around nine or t- I was somewhere in the eight to 12 range. Okay. I can't remember my exact age, but um, there was a Tandy Carlo computer, one, two, three, and four. Of course, the four cost the most. So my dad scraped together money for months. Wow. And he got us the color, the color computer for, cause he wanted us to have the best one that he could get. Right. Um, but we had to share, uh-huh. but it came with a, <laughs> it came with a, um, and Oh, I'm the oldest of four. So, you uh, know, sharing right. sometimes it, it became, um, a little less sharing and that, um, yeah. I, I'm taking the computer for right now cause I'm the oldest. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yes. I'm the oldest. Too. Yeah. I get it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it came with a, um, a um, visual basic book or not visual basic, basic book. Right. Right. So I taught myself basic out of that book. And that was my first touch with computer science. Uh Um, And then my next touch was when I went to high school, I went to Baltimore Polytechnic Institute, which some places call it a magnet school, but what they call it in Baltimore is a city, um, a citywide school. Gotcha. Um, it's the top public citywide school in um, in Baltimore. Might even be in Maryland, but I'm not exactly sure. Okay. It's a science engineering focused school. Yep. Um, so in my junior year, we had a computer science class. It was supposed to be advanced basic, and I, you know, I aced the class without trying. I was basically tutoring people. Some people that didn't get it, I was just doing their work a little bit, just like enough for them to get a C. Like, just, just take this and get out of here. Take this and get right. out of here. Yeah. Um, but um, that was my second brush, and I realized that I was really good at computer science. I also realized that I was good at science, so I, I um, took genetics as well. Wow. And um, I got the the highest grades in science, so I got awarded for that at graduation. But my um, genetics teacher, she ran a lab and she wanted me to um, work at her lab. Oh, wow. And I was like, I love genetics, but looking at the pay, I got to get a PhD before I can actually, because I wanted to work on the human genome project. Right. I was like, oh, coming out the break, uh, 20,000, I don't know about this 20,000 salary thing. I, I need to do... So I look at computer science, like, oh, okay, 40000 coming out of college? Okay, I need to okay. do that. So yep. that's what made me um, go to computer science as opposed to science, um, especially the genetic side. Yeah. Well, big yay to your parents. You know, what a cool, yeah. you know, like, it's great that they 
together and took care. Uh, it's nice. It's a really nice thing. Yeah. You know, because not everyone, we, not everybody has that. And that's very cool that they did that for you. And yeah, I'm, especially I'm, once they get divorced. Yeah. Um, sometimes it gets really messy. So I was really, my siblings and I were really blessed for yeah. the support that we got. Yeah, for sure. Um, you also are, uh, you're an author and you have some books out in the world. You, the Gosh, and, and you, you've been uh, going through, is it Pact? Packet Publishing? Yeah, Pact. They're, they're pronounced Pact. P-A-C-K-T, but pronounced Pact. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And you, you've, got, you've got a user guide. How, 462 pages, 532 pages. My goodness, you've written big books. Yeah, one of them um, was, a, um, was a co-authoring with um, two of my friends, Thomas Carpe and um, Alora Rogers, that yeah. have a, a company called Liquid Mercury in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we co-authored the book together. Um, that was the um, uh, mas- Mastering Office yeah. 365, I think that was the, yep. the title. Mm-hmm. And then I was crazy enough to go and write a user guide for Office 365. <laughs> like I didn't have other things in my life to do. <laughs> it was insane yeah. of me to do that, but I made it through. And of course, you know, the books are extremely old now because the cloud, you know, yeah. moves at the, the speed of you breathing. Yep. So <laughs> that is very true. Do you have any um, guidance for, um, I mean, I, you were like, I can't believe I did this, but anybody mm-hmm. who's thinking about taking out a book, any uh, guidance uh, for you? <laughs> If you're thinking of taking on the book, um, just know that it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And um, if you actually decide to do it and you devote yourself, I mean, and you say that you're going to do it within, um, normally the publisher will give you um, six months to nine months, sometimes as far as a year. Don't put off your writing. (laughs) You can help it. You do not want to be. You want to be that last three months, like, oh my god, my book is doing, you know, because they will get you a lot. Yeah, they will ride you until you get that thing done. Um, So I would um, highly consider also using co-authors if you can, Mm -hmm. um, because it's easier when you have somebody else um, writing the book with you and somebody that that can help with um, bouncing ideas off of instead of you doing which I did like I said like a crazy person that last one by yourself um <laughs> yeah and it's all on you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I mm-hmm. I've, I've I haven't written a book as of yet per se and definitely not you know in the technical realm but I've heard you know it's just it's one of those you get behind you're in trouble oh boy are you <laughs> They do not play when it comes to, oh, you better get her done. You got a deadline. <laughs> like, why? Oh, I love it. Um, so you're you're busy, you know, busy person like you know, like like most people in the world. And mm-hmm. um, how do you uh, take care of that? How's, what's your self care secrets, or you know, what do you do to kind of chill out and kind of thing? You know, I know everybody's always kind of figuring out. Oh my gosh. I had to, I definitely had to figure it out. Um, after being a business owner for almost seven years, I hadn't had a real vacation since my son was born and he is nine now about to be 10 this summer. Wow. Um, it 
even when I was on vacation, I still wasn't on vacation. So, you know, you take yep. a vacation, but you're still, the computer is still in your lap. Yeah. And your family's looking at you like, really? Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a while, they don't look at you at all. They're like, whatever, yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there and I don't do that anymore. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You, you definitely yeah. have to um, take time daily. Mm-hmm. Um, meditation is really good. Um, but I, I tend to exercise a lot. And that's a lot from my, my youth as well. That was something my, my parents were very big into. Mm-hmm. So we used to, um, I used to do martial arts. And I did that for years. So that kind of trained me and doing sports in high school. um, That kind of got me into the training early of Mm -hmm. making sure I stayed as much in shape as I could at any given moment. Um, Of course, those 40s right now are are kicking my butt, but um, (laughs) it could probably be worse. So making sure you take that time. I mean, even, even if it's like taking a walk. Yeah. Sometimes just getting away from the computer for 30 minutes a day, um, sitting down with your family or with your significant other um, or even by yourself and enjoying a TV show. Because sometimes you just got to veg out um, (laughs) and not think about anything, not read anything. Um, I know it can be hard, but um, you can really blow yourself out. If you're day in, day out, no kind of rest at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had to get out of the habit of working, and I still sometimes do it, but it's not all the time now, and I don't feel the serious, I feel somewhat of a drive, but not the serious drive that I did before. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to, to, to keep your days down to 12 hours. Yeah, I know that can sometimes be hard to do when you're very passionate about your work um, yeah. or your work as a business owner you know, your, your kids being fed <laughs> relies heavily on you getting the work done. Yeah. Um, but if you're blown out, your, your effectiveness goes down. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and this is, you know, me being a person that was a developer because I used to write, um, applications before I started in SharePoint hmm. being up for 24 hours, trying to get something done. And my, my husband, significant other at the time, like, are you coming to bed? Right. Need to go to sleep, yeah. forcing me to go to sleep and then wake up with the answer because all I needed was some sleep. Yeah. I know it's hard because it's hard for me at times, but you really got to take time and yeah. take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, only one you. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, time ticks way faster than we ever liked mm-hmm. it anyway. That's for right. Sure. Um, I know your kids, are they, uh, are they into tech and science and stuff as well? Yeah, one of them um, likes robotics. Okay. Um, the other one, he's still kind of young, but he loves like anything tech. All of my kids actually love anything techy. Yeah. But that's a lot of my fault. I they were on their my phone or a computer since um, they were able to hold one. Right. Um, right. And um, they all have at least two devices, and oh. I'm talking a computer and a phone for my girls because they're the older two yeah for my son he has a phone too but it's not connected but uh, he also he has a um his computer and they have a surface as well wow and then we have xboxes up the wazoo so <laughs> it's about like trying to <laughs> focus them but they love tech yeah like any kid but you gotta tell kids that um 
And I try to tell them all the time, it's not always about consuming the tech. Mm-hmm. It's also about creating some yourself. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. If you can. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's but you know what? I mean, it is one of those things. It's like I look around and I'm like, I got three screens going and a surface. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I gotta tell you something funny. I have I had my niece my cousins over and uh they they're they're ninth grade and sixth grade and we uh uh I was like, phone's down, phone's down, you know. Like, <laughs> my house, my rules, you know, and they were like, What? Mm-hmm. And I and I literally I have an old rotary phone. Oh I, man. I, I pulled it out and I was like, do either of you know what this is? And my cousin's a couple years older than me. He starts laughing. And uh I was like, I was like, well, this is a phone. And they're like, uh, okay. And I was like, so what do you think you would do? And watching them trying to figure out how to deal with this rotary phone was oh my I nearly went my pants. It was so cute. And finally, and then when I finally, you know, showed them how to put the fingers you know, in and mm. dial, they were like, this takes forever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. And don't mess up. Don't no, mess up. No. And every time they messed up, I was like, you got to hang up. And they're like, how do I do that? I was like, push that. You got to start over. Like we got to start over. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I love the times we're in now. Cause that used to drive me crazy. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> it's just like crazy. A number with a lot of nines in it. You're like, really? Come yeah, on. Or zeros. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You don't know how good you have it, y'all. Come on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. In the real video games, remember yeah. Pong back in the day? Oh my god. Yeah, and Atari, all that jazz. Yeah, for sure. I do. I yeah, I had one of those. The what was that? Pitfall and Enduro, mm-hmm. Boom, and all that stuff. I loved all that for sure. So, oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're you you're really social as well, and uh, any. Tips or favorite things, uh, social media wise, for folks that you can give them some tips on, or places you like to play. Um, well, the places I mostly play in are, are LinkedIn and Twitter. Yeah. Um, it's especially um, it's especially the best places to play when you're in the tech field. Yeah. Um, Twitter is very fast and and moving, um, but there's a lot of um, a lot of techies there, a lot of people that are consuming um, because they're trying to learn about the cloud. They're trying to learn about this and that tech. They're trying to learn about how things work. Yep. It's always um, important as well to have a LinkedIn profile yeah. and not just a LinkedIn profile, but a good one <laughs> that tells people what you actually do and translate it into their language and also try to like refresh it every six months. Yep. Um, look and say, well, whoa, I don't do that anymore. Oh, whoa, that is worded really weird. Maybe I should, now that I know better, maybe I should reword that. Yeah. Um, but personal brand, especially in our, in, well, in every space, but especially in our space, if you want to um, become somebody that is known, um, mm-hmm. that is trusted, whether you own a business or you're somebody that's an individual contributor, somebody that goes and works for somebody else. Yep. Uh, either, either way, if you're known, you're always giving back. You're always contributing your knowledge. You're learning from others. You're not just being the, I know everything and nobody can teach me anything yeah. type person. Um, all that will shine through. Try to keep up with your blogging as well, which is another thing I need to get back to. But mm-hmm. um 
your personal brand is very important. So I've always stayed on my my personal brand. Yep. Um, like I said, the, the, the blogging part has fallen down a little bit. Mm. Um, Facebook can also be good for um, those people that own businesses because there are a lot of people on Facebook looking for um, services yeah, and products. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I was <clears throat> looking at uh, yours and what I love about your LinkedIn profile, your headline, and you know, a lot of people will be like, you know, project manager comma for blah 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 company and that's it you know mm-hmm. i love yours you, you say i help empower our architects so they can empower our partners strategist author speaker tech policy advocate that tells me a heck of a lot about what you're passionate about and who you are you know yeah and it took me a while to come up with that yeah that was yeah. not off the first try right. <laughs> trust me <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it takes some massage to get there, you know, and I think mm-hmm. it's important. And, you know, and the about us is same, same, you know, it's like, who are you? What are you passionate about? And, and of course, you know, what's your, what have your roles been and all that stuff? But yeah, I think, yeah, you're on the money there for sure. I was like, I was checking, you know, I'm always curious. I go and look everybody up, you know, do my homework. And I was like, yep, look at her. Yep, she got it. You know, <laughs> not a surprise. Yes. And, you know, I learned that from our friend Jeff Shuey. Oh, okay. Shout out to Jeff. Yeah, big old shout out to Jeff Shuey, the the storyteller. Yeah. Tech storyteller. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. for sure. That's cool. You have, so I I love seeing you. I love talking to you. I love seeing you speak. I mean, everyone, if you see uh, on any, you know, roster, make sure and check out her sessions because she's terrific. And we'll put all of her follow stuff in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for sharing your history with us. It's cool always to see how people come up and get to where they are and become the maven experts that they are in their fields. It's super great. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a journey and the journey yeah. can be fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and right. scary as heck. Yeah. But still. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take those leaps, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. For sure. Um, so I, I thank you for the stuff about the, you know, starting a business too. I think that'll be super helpful for our listeners. We'll make sure and grab that too. And um, the last question I ask everyone is um, I'm interested in sort of the moments in our lives and sparks that have driven us to um, today. And so would you share uh, maybe a, a person, place, or thing, or a spark? You know, I know you've shared some of this with us already, but is there anything or any couple of things that stand out of like this person or moment really seats me in kind of who I am today and how I got here? Um, well, besides my, my parents, my, my husband, he has been the most awesome um, because he 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 lost his job during the um, recession, mm. um, and he helped um, raise our kids. And when I couldn't homeschool them anymore when they got older, um, he took that over. And then it got to the point we had three, and he couldn't do it anymore. Mm. Um, but I would not have been able to have a business um, and not be able to run it as long as I did if it wasn't for him. Um, I would not have um, made the career moves if it wasn't for him and his, his always, well, watch, why can't you do that? You could do that. I don't see why you can't do that. What the, what the heck's wrong? You know, you know, when sometimes when you're just in that dark place and you're just like, I yeah. can't do anymore. I don't know what else to do. Or I feel like, cause somebody's bashing you or something like yeah. that. Sure. And he's like, the heck with that person. Don't yeah. do it. What mm-hmm. you waiting for? Yeah. You know, without his support, 
um, I don't, I don't know that I would be where I am uh, and have the, 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 um, loving children that we have today. That's another thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, shout out to him. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, you know, there's something about creating deep lasting relationships with people, you know, mm-hmm. friends, colleagues, you know, partners. Oh. All Friends and colleagues. Yeah. I have I have mentors in IAMCP too that yeah. helped me along to help me stay in business as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, as of late for me in my personal life, I think that I uh, uh, the words of affirmation. Um, mm-hmm. You're gonna you know pick on the love languages stuff. You know, for me, yeah, I, I didn't realize sometimes how that is so important. You know, especially when you you know you work really hard and you're you know, you're out, you know, you're out in the public eye, I'm out in the public eye, and we're doing stuff, and, you know, you have moments of, like, oh, well, I'm not sure if this is going to be awesome, but I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you know, you know, you know it's, it's, but you can be, as, it doesn't matter who you are, you can be, you know, I was looking at your Facebook profile, you know, you can be Michelle Obama, you can be Madonna, you can be whoever, and you're putting stuff out in the world, and you're still like, I hope they like it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, pretty much, everybody has those those doubts it doesn't uh matter who you are yeah you know so. it's just about overcoming them yeah absolutely and having people in your life that are like why can't you do that or whatever mm-hmm. you know like your husband like that's so like awful. i'll see what the problem is yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's great so I, i'm giving him my own personal shout out thank you for that so <laughs> we all need that and we all need that and i think as women we need that too when we're building businesses and doing things that are sort of, you know, that are outside our comfort zones and stuff and in fields that are, you know, not necessarily, you know, full of women, you know, so uh-huh. it's really cool. I'm really, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad for you, doll. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All you males out there, we do need our male allies. I mean, we, we do it up, Trust yep. Me. Yep. but we still appreciate you. Absolutely. And need you. Yeah. I have a lot of male mentors in my life and good people. My father is amazing. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's good stuff. So cool. Ah, it's so great. I could probably talk to you for another three hours. You've been here forever. Yeah, I know. They're going to be like, okay, they just kept going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, I appreciate you. And I really, I, I love, I love it. We're friends and colleagues and, do get to do things together sometime and hopefully we'll get to do more soon. What, what's next for you? Anything major coming up that, uh, you know, you told us about the, the DNI stuff, anything else? Rocking out. Um, yeah, no, no, nothing. Um, major. Um, hopefully I'm just going to continue on with learning my role. Yeah. Um, because sure. being like I was saying to you earlier, yeah, I've been so used to being the techie and now touching being touched, or touching tech, but not necessarily being in the tech and having to lead techies right. is a whole nother ball game. Yeah. Um, it's fun mm-hmm. um, and interesting, but it's also scary. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's where I'm, what I'm doing. Yay. Well, I can't wait till our next encounter. So that's awesome. Yay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, you keep on keeping on and, and keep teaching people. Too, well. that's, that's what you do. I know. So awesome. Yeah, Thank you so much for being on the show. Yay. Yep. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Absolutely. Everyone, uh, that has been another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. 
and here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere. Thanks everybody. Bye. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.